Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdgasm Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about things that are nerdy and things that are naughty. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Merlin Sensei. And with me, as always, is the woman that's Jedi in the streets, Sith in the sheets, <laughs> Mupacabra. These never stop being funny to me. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I... Uh, I'm a little bit phlegmy, so I'm going to go ahead and warn our wonderful listeners that uh, you may hear me drop out of the conversation ever so slightly because I'm going to mute my microphone to make sure you guys don't hear me sniffling and coughing and stuff like that because my allergies are atrocious. Uh, it's just that time of year. Last week, I literally the only reason I got through the podcast, I think, was stage health you know what i mean like i held on mm, just long mm. enough and then the rest of last week i was just dead i didn't do anything but sleep and sneeze yeah 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 I, I i'm not sure if it's because my medication changed a little bit um some of my dosages were increased slightly but i think the time of year the allergies my medication like I, I, I've i been, like, I know we discussed before how I, like, wake up, do some stuff, and then kind of take a nap. Yeah. Well, now, it, it's it's been at least, like, threefold almost. Like, before I used to, like, maybe take a quick hour nap or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's been, like, you know, two, three hours, and it's like, well, hold on. I've, I've still got stuff I need to do today <laughs> as much as I love sleeping. Really, yeah. Well, it, it's funny that you mentioned that um, the the medication thing because that's actually the world that we're that my family is in right now. And I know this is not mm. a, a parenting podcast, but this is just kind of the reality that I'm in right now. Um, my daughter is six, and she has ADHD. And mm-hmm. um, it took a little while for us to get to that. I mean, I look, I'm not a licensed counselor, um, but I was working on my master's in counseling. I didn't complete it, but I know enough about enough that. It, it was pretty clear what was going on. Um, And we, I hesitated in taking her to the doctor till we kind of got to around the time to go to school Uh, because she's a good kid, but she's just nuts. She's all over the place. She can't sit still. She has zero personal space. And when I say zero personal space, I mean, this kid will walk up to a stranger sight unseen. And like, if they have a tattoo or like a mole that looks particularly interesting, she's going to touch it. And she doesn't hmm. care where it is. She doesn't care. Like, if it continue, like if it's a tattoo that continues up under your sleeve, her hand's going up the sleeve. Like, hmm. the I tried to warn her teacher about it, and the teacher's like, oh, no, don't worry, we got it. And then, like, literally the first day of school, they're like, where did, where did she go? And she was underneath the teacher's, um, like, sweater. <laughs> she's, hmm. she's just, she likes skin, which is creepy to say about a kid, but she likes skin. Um <laughs> And so we we made the decision to put her on medication when she started kind of, um, they do like, the, I don't know if you had, I didn't have this when I was in school. Did you have behavior chart? Oh, gosh. Don't, don't ask me about okay. stuff that happened, you know, well, any later than yesterday, because I won't remember. Touche, sir. Touche. Well, they do, <laughs> they do color charts. So like green is good. Yellow is like the next one and then orange and then red. And like. Well, I kind of remember like stars smiley faces that's what we did neutral faces i I mean i'm assuming it's similar there's like a whole spectrum but like she was coming home every day and being like mom 
I was on yellow today. I was on orange. And, like, it wasn't me asking her, like, how did you behave today? Like, that was the information she was volunteering. Um, And so Mm. we put her on medicine, but because she is six um, and because she only weighs 35 pounds, they put her on a non-stimulant. And I kind of struggle with that. And this is going to sound so stupid, um, but because her sister takes medication for asthma, but, like, My younger daughter's medicine is chewable. She's four. My six-year-old has to swallow pills. So she was like all of five years old swallowing pills. And I don't know why that's what bothered me, but it just seemed like such a grown-up thing to have to do, like to just swallow pills. And so I I got stuck on that for a while. And we finally got used to the idea that she was on this medication and lately it hasn't been working. So I talked to her doctor Mm -hmm. and, um, they made the decision they think we need to we need to switch her to Ritalin, mm. which set off every red flag in my head. And I yeah. think it's just because that's that's the stereotypical medication. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. I totally get what you mean. I mean, for for at least a year um, before, like when I was just going to counseling and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I was always cautious about medication and I held out in a matter of speaking as long as I, I could slash as long as I did just because, you know, unfortunately when it comes to medications of any type for almost any reason, you're always going to hear about the worst case scenarios. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the news, so to speak, where it's just like, Hey, we could go ahead and tell you that, you know, Josie the Dalmatian puppy at the firehouse just had a litter of seven and all of them are doing fine, Mm -hmm. but nobody cares, you know, instead we're going to tell you about the horrible four car, four car pile up that happened on the highway. You know what I mean? And, and like, I get it. But the doctor was like, she might be a little bit irritable with this one. I was like, my, I, everything in my body, I almost said, well, yeah, you're giving her diet cocaine basically. Like what? It's a stimulant and she's six. Like, And I guess, so this was kind of like a moment for me because then I had this thing in my brain where I went, well, Ritalin's for bad kids. And then I stopped myself and I was like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Like, no, that's not how that. Right. And no, Ritalin is not for bad kids. And so this is just kind of the realization that I had had. Because like you talked about the idea that, you know, you went without medication for as long as you did. And this is conversations that I've had with my doctor where the doctor's like, you know, pandemic's been rough on everybody. How do you feel like you're doing? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I definitely have anxiety and I definitely have depression. Like I'm trained enough in clinical mental health to clearly know this is what's going on. But um, I don't think I need medication. And it's just it's just this crazy thing, the stigma we have around mental health. Like, I don't feel bad about taking my thyroid meds. I've never once questioned, like, hey, you know, my thyroid doesn't do what it's supposed to do. I need to take this medicine. And it's just like, why am I fighting giving my daughter medication that helps her function? And why am I fighting giving myself medication that would help me function? I just, this was my little... because... Go ahead. Sorry. No, please continue. I'm sorry. No, this was just my kind of, my little PSA to... This is me telling myself what I need to hear. And maybe if somebody else needs to hear it, great for you. Like, it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to give your body what it needs for you to be a a whole person and for you to be the best you. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I 
absolutely agree and and kind of the roundabout way that i was going to uh, get back into it is you know after that time of not being on medication and none of my counselors or counselors i, I mean I, I had two different counselors um because one i started with but then i switched to another one uh, just because the one i started with technically wasn't in counseling for for my issues yeah, uh, she was in charge of well, not in charge of, but she counseled for um, like addiction and alcohol yeah. abuse and, and stuff like that. So she was kind of like a starter counselor uh, mm -hmm. uh, for me because she was available. And I was right. very grateful to start seeing someone basically right away. But um, they they never pushed on me. You know, it was always just like, hey. You know, you do what what absolutely makes you feel comfortable mm -hmm. and everything like that. But. Whenever you want to, you know, consider, you know, medication, let us know. We'll get you a psychiatrist that you can talk to and everything like that because the psychiatrist has to write the prescription and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So, of I, course, I... she's got to evaluate you, you know. There is a difference between a counselor slash, you know, psychologist oh, yeah. and the psychiatrist for those that don't know. Because I didn't know. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. One can prescribe and one can't. It's an entirely yeah. different type, like a whole different set of... Right, which, which, if you think about it, is a very useful, you know, division. Yes. Um, of, um... Uh, 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 well, yeah. it <laughs> can be, um, but, <laughs> like, what you're describing, so that's the big problem that we hit, is, like, there's only one psychiatrist in our mm. area, like, the whole county that prescribes for children and oh. so if like and my daughter like listen i know you've never met my kid she doesn't shut the fuck up ever <laughs> she she loves people she loves everybody and she will talk to anyone about anything to the point that it kind of makes you uncomfortable sometimes but like mm. she's afraid of the psychiatrist I've hmm. never seen her be afraid of somebody before and it's what are you gonna do she's the only one we don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. But. That's interesting. But, um, yeah, uh, again, just kind of going back, like, like you said, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Go ahead. Take your time. Talk to friends and family and stuff like that about what you're going through. So that way, um, if anything pops up, they can let you know. Because when I started taking medication, I talked to the people in my life and I was like, hey, I'm taking medication. If something seems off, let me know. Because I personally am very good at noticing the changes in myself um, on medication, on, you know, my dosages and stuff like that. But there's always the chance that something could, you know, slip by. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so just, you know, take your time, do what makes, you know, you feel comfortable. And then the biggest thing they told me is like, hey, if you're taking the medication... And it's not doing what you're hoping it does or it's making things worse or, you know, anything like that. It's okay to stop taking the medication. Let mm -hmm. us know. Us being, you know, the psychiatrist and the counselors and stuff like that. And we'll explore different avenues. And right. sometimes that's, that's hard to do because you want something to work so bad that you're just like, ah, you know, maybe I'm just having a bad reaction or something like that this week, this day or something like that. I'll mm -hmm. just keep taking it and see. But, like, you also got to be really careful about, you know, your own, you know, self when you are 
starting medication especially or exactly. trying a different one yeah just october was it's it's depression awareness month it's you know it's we're, we're talking about there's a lot of talk about you know uh, mental health awareness and depression right now and i just mm -hmm. it's it's been a rough year for everybody and so i just really wanted to encourage oh, gosh, everybody yes. if if you're having you know if you're having a rough time reach out there are um phone numbers that you can call um, if you if you don't feel like you can talk to a friend, there are phone numbers right. that you can text now if you're not a talk-on-the-phone person. Um, I'll make sure I mm -hmm. stick some of those in the description just in case. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that there's the um, – I know there's like the suicide helpline and stuff like that. But, but of course, that is an extreme um, situation in a matter of speaking. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely there if you are feeling, um, you know – lost hopeless you know and everything like that but also you know if you're worried about um <clears throat> excuse me so for a very long time and i'm gonna admit this for a very long time i wanted to go to a counselor to go see someone mm -hmm. um but the problem that i had is i was always worried oh it's going to be too much I can't take time off of work to go yeah. do this or, or, or anything like that. And, you know, I think it depends on state to state. Like where I live, the state laws for mental health are fantastic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I can get help no matter what my situation. Like my situation right now is I'm currently um, unemployed with no income and I'm still able to get you know, my help, I'm able to get, Absolutely. you know, my medication and everything like that. And they even told me when I first started, it's like, it's okay. We can set up a sliding scale payment and stuff like that. Like, like, the, you know, they can, there's always someone to talk to in, in, that can help. Yes. In any way possible. Absolutely. So, so yeah. <laughs> Thank you again for indulging me in my little sort oh, of no, derailment. Absolutely. Um, I just, it, it's been weighing on me lately, and um, I just... Hey, sometimes you just got to, you know, get it off your chest in a matter of speaking and get it out there. Like, that's kind of like, I don't want to say that's my mission or whatever with, with my, um, you know, mental challenges and medication or whatever, but, like, I'm not afraid to say, yeah, you know, I have depression, I have anxiety, I go to counseling, I'm on medication, and I'm trying to make, you know my life a little bit better for me at least and you know i i feel like i've come a long way like a year ago i probably never would have been doing this podcast with you you know what i mean <laughs> hey any step forward is fantastic right like there and and another thing to keep in mind too uh and uh, you know um not that moo and i want to keep harping on you know <laughs> the subject of depression and stuff but just you know it's it's okay to kind of hit a wall, so to speak. And, yes, and absolutely. Maybe, maybe feel like, you know, you're taking a step back or something like that, you know. It, it, it's okay because things are going to change. And, and that's, that, that's the way life is. That's the way your body is. That's the way your mind is, is it's constantly, um, you know, adapting. Um, and that's why I recently, you know, increased my uh, medication is because after a year or so, it just felt like my body finally hit the equilibrium and I was noticing, you know, my medication not quite being as effective. So, you know, it, it's okay to have, you know, a time where 
it feels like maybe you're not progressing or, oh, no, you know, I took one step forward. Now it's two steps back or whatever. It's like, oh, my life is crumbling. It's not. It, it, you're just having a, a slight change. It's okay. Take a deep breath. Feel free to speak to your counselor and psychiatrist about your issues. You know what I mean? Especially with them, open and honest because they're there to help you. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Don't, you don't gain anything by lying to them. Speaking of liars, no, oh, no. I, I'm not. I won't do it. I promise I won't do it. I, oh, oh. Uh, there is. I was like, I just wanted are to you scare calling you me out about no, 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 like, no. Oh, no. I know who you're oh, talking Jesus. about. Jesus. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. The dog, my dog just scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I, I reached down and all of a sudden I got hit in the hand with a nose. I thought there was a ah. person crawling under my desk. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. So I did not do Kids, that. On... what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in school. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, no, don't start barking. Lay down and go away. Wow. So, oh, speaking of being scared to death. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Angel, for that excellent segue. Um, so, I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. Um, so, this year was supposed to be my, my big year for trying something new. Um, and mm -hmm. be, because of COVID, it's, it's not going to happen, but. Well, I thought one of your things new was your, um, your running and stuff like that. Uh, I've been doing that for a little while, but this is actually okay. specifically Halloween related. Um, okay. I have never been to a haunted house. Ah. Never once. Uh, I'm terrified of them. Like I well, absolutely I mean, that's the point. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, not in the way that some people are like we'll go. It'll be scary. It'll be fun. No, like full on panic attack. Like I know, it's not a real demon or you know killer clown, Frankenstein zombie werewolf, whatever it happens to be. I know these things, but what actually scares me is knowing that they're gonna jump out at me. Oh yeah 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 yeah. But it's not a fun scary. Like, it's a full-on anxiety attack scary. <laughs> and this was going to be the year that I did it, that I went to a haunted house and, and I conquered that fear. Uh, and it's, it's going to have to wait, obviously. But mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of talk about um, what are some things that if you saw, like, just, I mean, with Halloween, you, you kind of see these things around, but that would actually freak you out. Like, if you were outside, so, like, my big thing is, like, it was foggy this morning when we left to, to walk Ooh. the kids to school. And mm -hmm. that's what my daughter went, Mom, where did all this fog come from? And I was like, well, you know, and I'm trying to explain where fog comes from. Uh, but all I could think of was the big shirtless pyramid head guy from yes. Silent Hill. He scares yes. the hell out of me. Oh, Pyramid Head just wants to give you a hug. Uh, with yeah, his with penis. a penis. Uh, I was gonna say with the gigantic <laughs> knife in his hand. I don't know. Maybe because he doesn't talk. Like something about him just. Hey. Well, th that's that's kind of what Pyramid Head is about. Um, like like he's supposed to be a very imposing character, and there's a lot of um, psychological uh, work, so to speak, that's gone into the creation of Pyramid Head and every. Um, creature, so to speak, in Silent Hill, he regardless is... of which game you play. Like, like it's very about. Oh, see, I'm talking about the movie. 
I've never played the game. Uh, well, I mean, the the movie, the movie does an okay job at doing what it does, you know. But yeah. when you take something that you know, uh, because uh, uh, a YouTuber slash uh, streamer that I watch um, was actually talking about this yesterday, oh, ironically really? enough. Um, you know, it's one thing to to play the game and be the character and everything is happening to quote you right that perspective um and it's another thing to watch the movie and watch the character and everything happening to them that makes sense you know and stuff like there there's a little bit of that um division so you know it it did good for what it did but if you want you know the full bit of it i i would definitely highly suggest looking into playing the games yeah those games make me so nervous i uh, <laughs> we just played um it was a new res it's one of the resident evils that came out for switch mm -hmm. um it was a remake and it was interesting was actually it three? Mm, i don't know there's a little girl in the middle of it that can like sense shit i don't know it's weird. Basically, I, I, I never followed Resident Evil that closely, to be honest. I don't know. It was on sale online one night, so we bought it. <laughs> but there's this little girl in the middle of the game that, like, she can sort of, like, see the evil in the creatures or, or whatever the hell it was. And she's kind of like a throwaway character a lot of the time, which is usually what I end up playing. And just <laughs> by virtue of the way the game worked, like, I think we talked about this before. When I played Super Mario Odyssey, like, my husband was Mario and I was Cappy. Like, <laughs> I am the throwaway character. And for whatever fucking reason, this game, it stuck me with, like, it's like two girls in the beginning and then they go missing. And so the one girl's dad comes to find them and then he gets paired up with this little girl. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to be the dad. Like, you take the dad. I want the little girl. Let me be the flashlight. And he's like, no, 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 you're going to play it. So it was like two days of mis just me being like, oh, God, it's going to get me. Everything's going to get me. I, uh. But do you, do you have anything like that? Like, who's your pyramid head? Um, okay, so it, what it is for me is it, it, I don't like aliens like expand like green-headed like, like i want to believe x-files aliens or like sigourney kind Weaver. of like that like, like are you familiar with um the grays you know um definition of aliens like the bigger heads you know the large black eyes you know kind of like the, a stereotypical the... take on yeah like the x-files yeah. version yes yeah so for some reason, like uh, anything else I can kind of get over and whatever. And, and I, I'm a big fan of the supernatural in general. Like, yeah, me too. Um, when I was a, well, I'm talking about in general, general, not um, the series. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I understand. Although you. that's also good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for um, a senior class project in a video productions class. Oh, I forgot you took um, that class. Yeah. Uh Myself and a few of uh, my friends slash fellow uh, classmates uh, did a ghost hunt, uh, you know, around different areas of the state, you oh, know, how cool. and stuff like that. So that that was pretty fun. 
And, like, I've, I've always been kind of intrigued by it, you know what I mean? And, like, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and stuff like that. It's like, oh, man, what if, you know? Well, and, and that kind of stuff intrigues me. But yeah. as soon as it's like, hey, you know, aliens and the greys and stuff like that, I'm like, no, shiver down my <laughs> spine. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. Like, I understand that just, you know, probability's sake, you know, there's almost definitely somewhere in the universe yeah. some other type of life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good with not interacting for the time being. <laughs> well, that's, it's funny that you, like, our, our hometown actually does have quite a bit of, I mean, in really any hometown, if you dig deep enough, there's a lot of oh, good yeah. history of, you know, like those folk tales and those sort of haunted tales. Um when I was in well, college, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and give this little bit away. Like, okay. you know, I, I try and be vague about where I live. And so do you. And yes. for good reason. You know, we don't want crazies necessarily coming up to us and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll narrow it down a little bit for y'all. Uh, I live in Ohio, uh, which I believe is one of the most haunted states in the country, if not the I've heard that. I do not live in Ohio. Not anymore. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but um, I did go to, I went to college. I did my undergrad and my grad school in Ohio. Um, and, um, uh, well, I, I'll just say, I went to Kent State. So uh, it's got a pretty, you know, varied history as far as things that have happened there. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the big things, when I, work, uh, when I was there, I was an RA and then I was a hall director. So... I did a lot of programming for the students, and one of the things that we did on Halloween and then later for Little Sibs Weekend is we would do a ghost walk around the mm -hmm. campus. And so we would basically take the time to sort of um, not collaborate. What is the word? Holy cow. I can't think of it. That's going to drive me crazy the rest of the damn day. We compile. <laughs> Holy shit. We would compile all the different stories that we had heard from all over mm. campus. And we talked to um, some of the other RAs who um, just kind of by virtue of our position, like I worked over winter and spring breaks. So there were a lot of times where quite literally I was the only person in the building. Oh. Like, um, so we kind of combined like all of our stories and everything. But one of the things we wanted to be very careful about um, because we had a lot of people asking us, well, are you going to talk about May 4th? Are you going to talk about May 4th? Um, if you don't know what happened. Star Wars Day? Are you serious? May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Ugh. Okay. So, on May 4th, 1970, at Kent State, the National Guard opened fire on a group of students who were protesting the Vietnam War. Um, mm. They killed four students. Um, and we're talking, like, I think one of them was... Um, 14, 15, she was there for the protest. She wasn't, like, they killed children. They opened fire on mm -hmm. children for no reason. Um, it, it was pretty, it's a pretty heartbreaking part of Kent State's history, and it's a big, um, it's, a, it's a big part of, you know, what you learn about when you're there. You, you just kind of, you can't go to Kent and not learn about May 4th, essentially. Um, but Maybe that's how I didn't know about it. I never went. Maybe. I didn't, I guess, to be fair, I didn't know about it until I, I started studying at Kent um, and was taught that. But, um, yeah, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, the song Four Dead in Ohio, Kent mm. State. Um, but anyway, people are like, oh, well, you're going to talk about May 4th. And I, you know, 
we took a moment to sort of when we got to the spot because they actually still have it's a, a parking lot now but they they have marked out the spot where the students fell um and there's kind of always lights um like pillared lights lit for these kids um but we took a moment to just say look we don't want to comment on whether or not these places are haunted what we do want to say is like something awful happened here um which is kind of haunting in and of itself. And we just want to make sure that we're taking the time to point this out so it doesn't happen again. Um, and when we went to walk away after telling that story, I was dressed as um, puss in boots. I had a cat wow. mask on and a hat and a cape and boots. Um, when we went to walk away, something yanked on my cape. And I turned to my um, my friend who was working with me and I was like, what did you need? She's like, nothing. I didn't, I didn't do anything. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's just like, no, I really, I did not touch you. What's the problem? So, like, it, it was just kind of like a neat little moment. I've had so many of those moments, especially at Kent, like, where stuff just does not add up. I, I love mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, but it still just ooh, gives me heebie-jeebies oh, yeah. to this day. Somebody actually right. took a picture. Um, we had stopped at one of the spots, and I climbed up on a bench to read the story out loud. And when they got mm -hmm. the – because this is going to date it – but when they got the pictures developed later, there were little orbs all over the place. Oh, yeah. It was just so neat. Yeah, um, just kind of going back to, you know, my senior video productions project and stuff like that. Like, um, we've, we, we experienced a few – you know, things and stuff like that. Like, we definitely found a cold room. And I, and I mean, it was, like, super cold. You know yeah, what I like mean? Yeah, like, it's not normal. Supernatural. Right. <laughs> um, we caught a couple of orbs um, throughout the different pictures we took. Um, we didn't get any um, EVP or anything like that, electronic voice phenomena, um, because I did have, like, an old... Um, like memo tape recorder you know what i mean yeah um so like i had a couple of tapes and wherever we went and stuff like that but i think the reason maybe why we didn't get anything from there is we weren't like specifically addressing any yeah. spirits that might have been there like we we didn't have any names to go on um at the time i don't think you know and i don't even think we were really asking any questions i mean it, it was in a matter of speaking our first ghost hunt so right. we you know didn't know a whole lot about it but um one thing uh going back to ohio um that i would like to do eventually and uh who knows maybe next year for the podcast or something special we could do it um mansfield reformatory <gasps> i've always wanted to go there so that's the weirdest thing like i won't go to a haunted house that's fake but like the idea of ghost hunting appeals to me mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Same here. Like, I, I would love to go to um, the the Winchester house. Yes. Which is, I think we talked about Rose Red last week. We, um, we did. It, that house, it's built on that idea. Like, something told mm -hmm. Sarah Winchester. I think it's Sarah Winchester. Did I just make up that name? Uh, oh, God. I don't know off the well, top of It head, told but, Mrs. But, Winchester yeah. to keep building. And so she just right. built room upon room of just nonsense. And mm -hmm. they still don't know. That's on my bucket list. They still don't know how many rooms are in that house, and I would love yeah. to go see that house one day. It, it was created to the way it was in order to confuse the spirits um, that were basically haunting, you know, her, you know, and the other descendants of 
basically the man that created the Winchester rifle. Yeah, the spirits of um, the people that, that the guns that had killed. killed so many people. Oh. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing. Like, look, I, I, I'll admit this. Like, we go to church on Sunday. I'm not admitting that we go to church. I'm not. That's not something that I'm trying to hide. <laughs> like, we go to church on Sunday. Like, we say our prayers with the kids at night. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, like, I love like tarot cards. I think they're mm. fascinating. I think that one to me is less about like the supernatural and more about like your intuitiveness and your openness to the world around you. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, I, I love that. I love, um, like, when we did renovations this summer, you know, I, my house is more than 100 years old, and mm-hmm. it's an old um, steel town, coal town, something or other. It, it's mm. an old town. Somebody died in our house. There's no way nobody died on this property. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Um, and... My husband started knocking down this 100-plus-year-old wall, and he's like, hey, can you come up here? Because it's getting weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. And, like, I walked upstairs, and it was just heavy. Like, just a bizarre, oh, you know what I mean? Like, like the atmosphere or whatever? Something was off, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's like, yeah. can you do you know a spell or like a chant or can I said, I mean, give me a few minutes in Google and I'll come up with something. You know what I mean? I said, I mean, it it may be kind of goofy or whatever, but one thing that I'd like to put together, so to speak, um, is a kit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's because I'm, you know, just a goofy guy that likes the supernatural and stuff like that. But I, it'd just be nice to have certain things on hand. Like, I, I in general, wouldn't mind having a bottle of holy water on hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, of course, salt, you know, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, sage. Sage. I did um, not have, I had to use ground sage and sprinkle it in my walls because I did not have whole sage to burn. Like. I, I was going to say, like, I, like I, I know I've heard of burning sage. I didn't know about potentially hey man i did the best i could with what i had like i yeah <laughs> i whipped i went down i got a red crayon from my daughter's like art kit i like googled because there's a there's a correct way to draw a pentacle i don't know if you know this like there's a way to do a pentagram and it depends what you're trying to do with it like which way you draw the star and so like i had mm. to google the correct way for what we were doing and like put the pentagram on the wall and then like I lit a candle and I salted the barrier and like I said a couple because a lot of the stuff that you find for like the new like the Wicca and the new age like some people call it cottage core or witchcraft whatever they're writing their own quote-unquote spells so to speak and so it's Mm -hmm. really more about the intent behind what you're doing so I don't know I mean I said a couple chants we lit some candles it's not heavy anymore. It's a playroom. So maybe it's all just in my head, but right. I feel better. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I, I, again, not to take away from the legitimacy of anything that happens oh, to right. you or anyone else out there, you know, but, like, sometimes it, it's okay to just have that peace of mind that you did do something. Right. And maybe it was all in your head, you know, and you've come to terms with it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, we said prayers too. If you know, if I if I knew prayers right. in other religions, I would have done that too. We covered all the bases that I could, that I knew, yeah. and I feel better letting my kids play in that room now. 
<laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, um, as far as the supernatural goes, that I I want to do is I wouldn't mind going and having a session with a psychic. I've always wanted to do that. Uh, and the only thing is, I'm just worried that they're going to be like super, super fake. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like the cold reading kind of thing where everything's in generalities. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm sensing someone, you know, you've lost someone. It's like, so is well, everybody yeah, no kidding. Why do you think I'm here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Half the time. It's like, ah, does, does the name, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the letter S. It's like S, maybe it's close to S, like R, S. It, R, maybe a T, you maybe know. Maybe it's, it's a like, V oh, it's for the... vague. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... I know, right? And it's like, ah, it's like I would really just like to meet a psychic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to exploit them or anything like that, but I just want to be like, you know, is this something that you had? Did you hone it in some way? You know what I mean? Well, like I said, like, even I'm just very curious about it. Even, like, with the tarot cards, like, when I do, like, little readings in the house, like, the, the point mm -hmm. is more about how you interpret than it is what's on the actual cards in a lot of ways. Right. I think people see yeah. certain cards and they're like, oh, God, the death card. Death well, is changed. Like, yes, it's in death, but death is inverted. Right. Well, you know? it all matters. Um, but yeah. part of it also matters. It's, it's how it matters to the person asking the cards the question. And mm -hmm. so it... it I've been doing more research into it and it's just every time I uncover something new, like it's just crazy. The stuff that I never knew, you know what I mean? Like it's, or I'll go through and talk about, um, it talks about like, how do you need to like the one talks about, like you don't need to like explain or process like every single cards, individual meaning, like focus mm -hmm. on answering the question. Like, Oh. Like the the person that you're reading cards for isn't looking for a lesson in tarot card reading. They're looking for an answer. And so, you know, right. kind of going through that. And I think that's that's where it becomes difficult because a lot of it is, you know, do you want to as far as psychic goes or intuitiveness, whatever you want to call it, you don't want them to give you the answers, but you do need some type of information or you can't, you know, if you're too vague, there's no way to work forward. Right. Uh, so I, okay, going back, um, I know I mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, like, things that would really creep me out if I saw them yes. outside. Um, yep. So there's another thing that I wanted to talk about going along with that. Uh -oh. Because Halloween is coming up. Are um, you going to talk about how, I mean, I know in the past... Um, I've seen news articles and it's been on the news, like the people that just dress up as clowns. Oh, and just kind of stand outside. No, I wasn't going like, to talk about that. Like but that. Like, listen, you know, the response that I saw to that is God help the clown that pops out at it, like at a soccer mom thinking it's going to go. Okay. Cause they mm -hmm. will go full fucking mama bear on your ass. Like if you think yeah. you're coming between somebody and their kids, like that man is going to end up on the ground. Like, Right. I would love to see someone come anywhere near my kids. Like, because my husband will, like, well, I'll freak out. Forget my husband. Like, it, mm, there won't be a clown anymore. It won't be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
no, last year, I think it was the year before last, my favorite costume, there was this little girl who, she she didn't say trick-or-treat when she came to the door, which I was totally okay with, um, but she wore, a, like, the yellow raincoat and the green um, rain boots and just carried a red oh. balloon, and she had her yes. face painted just, like, the sickly pale, and she just walked mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. and opened her like opened her bag and I was just like that's the best costume I've seen all night you're fantastic mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I please take all of my candy I little Georgie oh god she, it was such a good costume like and she mm. she committed to it and just just kept like this very very quiet like I I wanted to ask her if she floated and I I didn't because I right I, I was like don't be creepy it's a kid but like it was such a good costume no absolutely my um, my other favorite was this kid last year that was dressed like Rick. Oh, okay. And he, yeah, from Rick and Morty? Yeah. Or Walking Dead Rick? No. Okay, Rick and Morty Rick. Yeah, he couldn't find his Morty. Like, it, oh, it wasn't a shtick. Like, he just legitimately, like, could not find his Morty. And he came up to the house, and, like, he got his candy, and he left. And, like, probably 20 minutes later... um. Morty came up and then there was a girl with him and I forget what the girl was dressed as. And I was like, oh, Morty, I saw your Rick a little bit ago. And the girl was like, are you serious? We've been looking for him for 45 minutes. Like, we cannot find him. Like, <laughs> it was the best thing just because it, it like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a shtick. It was literally just a Rick that couldn't find his Morty. And it, uh, yeah, I was so tickled. Serendipitous. <laughs> um. Uh, going back to like you know, uh, you said you know the one girl that was dressed as Georgie didn't say yeah. trick or treat or anything like that. Um, uh, just kind of popped up. I can't remember if it was on Twitter or Facebook, but like somebody was like, you know what, twenty twenty has been such a shit show yeah. that no matter who comes to my door, whether they say trick or treat, whether they don't, whether they're crying, whether they're in costume, yeah. whether they're you know. 16 years old or whatever everybody's getting candy absolutely because after everything we've gone through you get candy (laughs) yes well and that's always been my policy anyway because i would much rather have 16 year olds not in costume on my door asking for candy than out drinking somewhere or doing something ridiculous like let them be kids a little as long as they're respectful i don't care i'll give them candy right i mean you know if if you're look if you're going to be 16 and you're going to go trick-or-treating, I like I said, uh, I think I said last week, I was like 14 or 15 the last year that I went, you know, trick-or-treating or whatever. I still went in costume, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, enjoy it for what it is. Absolutely. Like you said, be a kid a little bit longer, you know? It's okay. If people give you the side eye, who cares, you know what I mean? If you're having fun and you're with your friends or whatever, it's, it's fine. Well, that's, I mean, I went to your, when the year I went to your Halloween party, I was, mm-hmm. I was 14. I was like a week shy of 15. Um, and that was the first year I didn't go trick or treating because I was at your Halloween party. But I, mm-hmm. I, I know I went the year after that. Like I remember going, but, I, right. but I did, I dressed in costume, but I, any yeah. excuse, like I bought a spooky Halloween corset to wear this year. I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm yeah. still going to wear it and I'm going to put my yeah. witch hat on and I'm going to have fun because why not? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's the thing too. Like, you know, I, I haven't gone trick or treating in years and stuff like that, but, um, 
I have a friend that usually does like some Halloween activity. It's usually like um, a host your own murder kind of thing. Oh, you cool. know what I mean? So it's murder mystery night. Yeah. And and then, you know, sometimes they let you know ahead of time. It's like, well, you know, we'd like you to be this character. And it's like, okay, cool. What's their description? Sweet. Let me dress up. You know what right. I mean? I wish I had cool friends that did that kind of like I've always <laughs> wanted to do parties like that. Like I've always wanted to host like an elaborate dinner party, like a fancy mm-hmm. dress dinner party or like a masquerade ball for Halloween. And like, I just don't mm-hmm. have the kind of friends that would do that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, the only Halloween party that I've ever been to like that, um, everybody was trashed, like beyond oh. trashed. I think I was the most sober one there. And that was saying something. Um, <laughs> it, that was, oh man, you want to talk about a night of bad decisions? That was a night of bad decisions. Also, I think I was like a week away from turning 21. So ah. really poor choices. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, in a matter of speaking, get those poor choices out of the way <laughs> early on. You know what I mean? Live and learn. I mean, it's you know um, what? It was, it was at though, a friend's house. We didn't leave. Right. Everybody, you know. Right. And and when I say, you know, poor decisions, I mean like the minor poor decisions, you know what I mean? Oh like, no, I made some like, major ones that night too. Let's well let's be real honest. Well, you know. For for everybody listening, I mean you're old. Mo- I'm I'm gonna Did go. Did you just call me old? People. No, I said <laughs> I'm gonna assume that most of the people listening are old enough to be out of that phase Touché. or whatever. Um but yeah, you know, like it's okay to, you know, make bad decisions as long as they're not the super long-lasting bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like, still, don't drink and drive. You know Absolutely. What I mean? Don't, you know, uh, fornicate without a condom or something. You know what I mean? Um, and make sure that everybody's on the same page with the fornication. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, again, you can't remember give consent your doodle when bear. Yes. Intoxicated yeah. people can't give consent. And that and that's you know, both ways. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, if, if you're both drunk, just don't do it, because it's not, it's not going to lead to anything but you know, bad. Just um, bad. You know, um, and yeah, you know what I mean. Just, just, you know, still be smart even if you are making quote bad decisions. <laughs> Speaking of bad decisions, um, I, I have so another like, question. You know, Hey, maybe I should drink on an empty stomach. That's that's no, a that's a that. acceptable bad decision to make. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bad decisions, I have another question to ask you. Uh, what is your opinion? Goodness. Can you think of any costume that mm-hmm. should not be sexy? And I, I have a reason for asking this. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can I can probably think of a few that shouldn't be sexy. So the other day on TikTok, um, the wet ass pussy. That song is all over the place on TikTok. My husband what? hates that song. I secretly I love which it. is weird because I remember growing up and you know I think is it is it little John 
uh, that does the wrong, the the one song where it's just like a skeet skeet. Yes, it's like, dude, that's about jacking off. What? I don't understand what the difference between ah skeet 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 right and WAP is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's it's practically the same. Well, somebody had taken that song and they had superimposed it over footage from like a Barney live concert, and it was Baby Oof. Bop dancing to Wet Ass Pussy, which was something no. I never in my entire life wanted or needed to see it was like and immediately like that one on my list of like i don't want to see sexy barney i don't want to see sexy baby bop i don't want to see sexy bj i don't want to see sexy riff like listen i know now now just to just to kind of put a line in the sand so to speak we're not saying you know dinosaurs can't be sexy i mean we (laughs) talked about uh, well no you're mm, spoilers if uh, our special episode yes. isn't up yet, uh, maybe we talk about sexy dragons. Maybe we don't. But uh, we're just saying Barney, Baby Bop, and BJ specifically should not be sexualized. Listen, Barney is a dinosaur who lives in my imagination, and he does not belong mm-hmm. out there on the streets or in the sheets. That's all I'm saying. No. Exactly. I also saw a sexy Dora the Explorer costume. I can sort of give a little (sighs) bit of leniency to that one. It's still, you know, I don't feel good about that, but at least, you know. I don't feel good at uh, all about that. Swiper should not be swiping. Back off. But yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see, you know, what costumes get sexualized. It's like, really? Um, what was the one you were telling me uh, about the other day? Oh, no, we were just talking about, like, um, the sexy Pikachus and stuff like that. Yeah, and that one, I really... So I did see a sexy Pikachu costume online, which I really liked and I really wanted. And then I kind of struggled in my head with the idea of do we sexualize Pikachu? Is that okay? Like, what? That's kind of part of where this came from, between, like, Baby Bop's wet-ass pussy and the sexy Pikachu, like, was me trying to decide, like, where is the line? Like, where is it okay to sexualize and where is it not okay to sexualize? I don't think it's necessarily maybe what is or what isn't okay to sexualize. I guess it's What's okay to sexualize in public, maybe? You know what I mean? I would agree like, with that statement. Like, is it is it okay, you know, to wear the sexy Pikachu outfit, you know, while trick-or-treating with the kids and stuff like <laughs> <No>. that? No. <laughs> Probably not. Um, if your significant other slash, you know, marital partner or, you know, whatever is into that, sexy Pikachu it up. You know what I mean? Hey, if it's legal and you're legal, safe, sane, and consensual. Absolutely. Hit me with that Pokeball. (laughs) (laughs) So what's something Um, you would like to see someone dressed as then? Oh, gosh. Like, in general or sexy? No. (laughs) For Halloween. Let's go sexy. I mean, it's we. we, Um, I don't feel like we got naughty enough yet. I I wouldn't even know. Well, the thing that, that bothers me... Um, not necessarily even about sexy, you know, costumes or whatever, are half-ass costumes. Yes. Like, oh, I'm wearing a pair of cat ears. I'm a naughty, sexy kitten. It's like, no, you're not. I'm a you're sexy a mouse. You're wearing cat ears. <laughs> 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 uh, 
No, I'm just joking. If, if you just wear cat ears, like, that's fine. Like, I get it and stuff like that. But, but like, I like people that go the extra mile mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I would um, love to see someone like, dressed like, as the Witcher this year. Ooh, that would be interesting. But um, t- just to me, because, you know, of, of my, you know, love of pop culture and stuff like that, you know, if you dress up as a character that I know and you look legit, yeah. you know what I mean? Even, even if, if, slash, and if, you know, it's a sexy version of that character and you look sexy and it looks legit to me, that's like double sexy. I wondered about that because I saw some sexy Ghostbuster costumes and I actually thought mm-hmm. like, what would Merlin think of this? Like, would the sexiness like besmirch the authenticity of the costume? Or are we okay well, with like titties thing. and ghosts? Uh, I'm perfectly fine with titties and ghosts, um, but I would be equally impressed if they dressed up as um, one of the official female Ghostbusters, because they are out there. And even Janine does count. She had her own uh, pink jumpsuit um, at times. Like, if you remember the episode of the uh, Real Ghostbusters cartoon series... Uh, where the Sandman was out to get them and, and like put the world to sleep. Um, uh, you know, it was like everybody's, you know, deepest desire was coming true. Like they got Bankman and he was like a millionaire in a car with like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think, um, Ray like was hanging out with like cartoon characters or something like that. And uh, uh, Egon was like talking with Einstein and stuff like that. Real talk. And finally, <laughs> what? I just saw that episode like last year, maybe the year before. Did you and really? that was the point at which I realized, like, I always thought that the threat of the Sandman was that he was going to come throw sand in your eyes and it was going to hurt because oh. there was sand in your <laughs> eyes. And that episode was the point that I realized, oh, that's the point. Yeah. He's going to put yeah. you to sleep for forever. That's spooky, yep. like. But it was great that, like, Winston ended up coming up with the genius idea, and he went, you know, to see Janine. It's like, Janine, like, you have to focus on this one thought for, for when you get put to sleep or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, because he's never going to see it coming. And then, you know, Sandman pops up, you know, dusts Janine, and she's like, you know, I'm a... You know, trying to think of her deepest desire at the time, pretty much. And then finally, she like, Egon. Uh, you know, wait, that's later. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she, you know, her dream self, you know, kind of wakes up and, you know, she shouts and it's like, I'm a Ghostbuster. And like, you know, pulls the uh, uh, proton wand off her pack that she now has in dream form and just lights up the Sandman. And it's great. <laughs> You know, fantastic. Like, there's her. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, there's the one from the real, uh, not the real Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters Extreme, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head for some reason. I want to say it's, um, oh, gosh, why can't I remember? But there's her. There's um, a couple from the comic books and stuff like that. And it's just like, they exist, and it's fantastic. And hell, um, you know, uh, you're going to, you know, uh, there's going to be even more Ghostbusters to choose from here <sighs> in uh, so. 2021 with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. But um, 
uh, let's go ahead and transition away from Halloween real quick uh, because we are uh, kind of running low on time. Yes. And um, I do want to go ahead and talk real quick about Merlin and Moo's uh, yeah, internet online dating manual. <laughs> My brain still, still says come mating up with manual, and I know that's not <laughs> Merlin and Moo's mating uh, manual. <laughs> we still haven't come up with you know a great name yet, but we're working on it. Um, Moo, have you come up with any tips for this week at all or anything you want to address? Um, and, and to be fair, it doesn't necessarily have to be about online dating. It's just the first couple of things were online dating related. You know what I mean? About the pictures and all this and that. Absolutely. We, we kind of touched on this earlier um, when we were talking about therapy. But um, I am a big proponent of honesty is the best policy. Yes. Hundred um, percent. I mean, it, it, that kind of goes into what I'm going to be talking about too. And uh, we may we may both be on the literal exact same page. So please, I'm sorry. No, no. You take Continue. that page. Turn the page. <laughs> well, no. I was just going to say, like, honesty, a hundred percent. Because my thing is, you know, if if you can, and uh, you know, like we said before, or like I said at least, you know, have that full, you know, body picture on there. I'm a big dude. You know, and stuff like that with a big bushy beard right now and stuff like that. Can't hide. I can't hide any of this if we meet in real life. You know what I mean? You know, and it's scary to put yourself out there. But, you know, you got to kind of put the deal breakers, so to speak, right up front. You know what I mean? I like agree if you're that. a smoker, you should probably put it on that list because a lot of people aren't into that. I'm sorry. OK, you know what I mean? so that's an interesting thing that you bring up, because actually um, the night I met my husband, was the night he, uh, well, number one, quit smoking pot. Um, not because I made him. That was just the choice that he had made at that point. But um, he has continued to struggle off and on for years um, with cigarettes. Uh, and it's mm. been quite a few years now since we've had a blow up about that. Um, but when we were first dating, um, since he has was trying to quit smoking, he started using um not chewing tobacco. They're like the little pouches that you put in your mouth. Oh, um, yeah. And he was embarrassed. He didn't want to say anything. But he got hiccups every time that he used one. <laughs> and so I figured it out. Um, and it just, it ended up being a thing later. And uh, so, yeah, honesty is the best policy. Like, just yeah. be, and, and to that being said, and that's what I told him at the time. Like, look, if you don't want to quit smoking... Don't quit smoking. Like, you're a grown-ass man. You can make that decision. But don't lie about it. Like... Yeah. Same kind of thing. Like, our second date, we went camping. Because I was like, oh, I love camping. Uh, fun fact, I'm real fucking indoorsy. Like, I can go camping now, but like... So, so you didn't love camping at the time? No, well, I thought... I was like, oh, it'll be fun. Yeah, let's go camping. And like... <laughs> I had a very different idea of camping than he did. Like, I was thinking, like, we'll go to Jellystone. Like, it'll be fun. It'll be, like, we'll drive right up. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we had to hike up a hill in the dark with all of our shit on our back and then set up the tent, like, in the middle of the dark, like, pitch black. Yeah. My husband's got a headlamp on. He's, mm. he's tying our cooler up. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I have to tie the cooler up. And pull it into the air in the trees. I'm like, why? And he's like, well, because bears. bears. I was like, why the fuck are we camping where there's bears? Like, I, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of bugs. I'm afraid of snakes. 
I'm afraid of it was a goddamn nightmare like I'm much better about it now than I used to be and we've taken the girls camping and it's a lot of fun but like oh man that was an interesting second date I locked my keys yeah. in my car like oh, no uh, like, be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be, be honest. Because if you're not honest and you're actually looking for a relationship, you know, let's just say a month or two down the line or whatever, you know, it, it's th- that one thing that maybe, you know, you fibbed on uh, comes back and then you're just like, oh, hey, you know, at the time, you know, Didn't da 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 or yep. something like that. I mean, Trust and, you know, belief can, can be shattered very quickly. So be, be open and honest, and that'll pave a good foundation for a great relationship, in my opinion. I, I would echo that opinion. So Moo and I seem to have the exact same advice for you this week when it comes to uh, our mating manual. <laughs> Um, yeah, we talked a lot about the nerdy today, only a little bit about the naughty, but, um, I think that's okay. It's good to kind of have those days where things are a little bit changed up. And, uh, if you are interested in maybe listening to one of our casts that is pretty much all naughty, Naughty. (laughs) you, uh, you guys need to tell your friends about our podcast so they can listen to our you know, past episodes and stuff like that. So that way we can release the super special episode. Merlin Hopefully is you dying. Guys, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, this is in the future and, you know, the super special episode is already out. And you guys, you know, listen to it and it's fantastic and you had fun and we can do more. We would uh, love to do more. With that kind of stuff, you know. Maybe we'll get sponsored. <laughs> oh, God, how cool would that be? Man, look, even I think that'd be pretty <laughs> Um... But yeah, go ahead and tell your friends about it, you know, uh, tell your coworkers about it or whatever. And stuff. Well, maybe not your coworkers. That could be. <laughs> Depending on where you work and what kind of coworkers. Let's. Yeah, I'm not sure if it would constitute a sexual harassment or not. <laughs> I don't know. You're not the one doing it. We're the one talking about, you know, vaginas and dicks and boobies um, and buttholes. Can't leave out and the buttholes. buttholes. Uh, <laughs> Speaking but yeah, of buttholes, you know, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was but gonna... yeah, go go ahead and and you know share us with a friend. We we'd love to hear from you guys, and you can go ahead and get a hold of us on Twitter at uh, n3rdga5minc. That's Nerdgasm Inc. For those of you that speak Leet speak, um, that that is going to be our uh, our as in Moo and I together's. Um, Twitter. You can also go ahead and find us individually um, in a couple of different places. Um, I have been Merlin Sensei. You can go ahead and find me on Twitch at Merlin underscore Sensei. You can also find me on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash C slash Merlin Sensei. No underscore in that one, just so you know. And on Twitter, guess what? You can find me at Merlin Sensei. I know, really hard to remember that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> Moo? He has been Merlin Sensei. I continue to be the Moopacabra. You can still only find me one place, and that is Twitter. I am at Moopacabra, M O O P A C A B R A. 
hopefully after this weekend, uh, I will learn how to use Twitch and oh, yes. maybe get something up on YouTube. Um, I am not as tech savvy as Merlin, um, but he's going to show me the way. We'll get there. I'm going to try my hardest, um, even though I do a lot of stuff, probably not optimally. <laughs> All right, friends. That is what we have for you this week. Uh, enjoy mm -hmm. yourselves and love yourselves and be good to yourselves. Give yourselves grace this week. Um, mm -hmm. Have a great week, friends. Yeah, absolutely. Go out, buy a bag of candy to share with everybody that shows up at your door for Halloween. You know, costume, no costume, no age restrictions or anything like that. And you know what? Go ahead and get a costume for yourself, too. Yes. You know, if, if you're... 40 years old, 20 years old, 100 years old, whatever. Go ahead, put on that costume. Be a kid again for at least one night. You know? And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.